ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Welcome to Rewind Wrestling Radio. This is an uh, awesome, uh, uh, um, the first time in March that we're doing this together. Can you can you freaking believe it? Uh, I am your host, Nelly Costa, owner of Coastal Championship Wrestling. Um, uh, and of course, we have with us the amazing Tyler Peters. Uh, uh, the, uh, Thank you. Uh, the prolific writer, Tyler Peters. And then, I of try. course, we have Ref Amy, one of the best referees in the game. She calls it right down the middle and of course the temptress which she is uh blowing up the internet due to her appearance on a live wrestling for the first time last week she's so hot right now but we were able to get her uh so thank you guys w w r uh rewind wrestling radio uh i again normally ted is your host i'm just a panel guy i'm just a guy who gives out a bunch of uh uh, uh opinions of, of bs about professional wrestling but today i'm hosting uh ted's taking a week off because he's in federal prison and yeah. uh, uh as, as usual <laughs> the truth comes out yeah no ted's taking a little bit of a break you know he works he works eight days a week legitimately so uh you know i told him just go to sleep tonight and we'll just have a good time you know uh, uh there's nothing big happening in wrestling this week you know all elite wrestling is having a huge pay-per-view on uh, uh sunday which is, is cool because it's a, it's a Sunday. Shaq wrestled on Dynamite, which is crazy. What? The big show showed up on All Elite Wrestling. So it is actually a little bit of a crazy wrestling weekend. We're going to talk about wrestling for a little bit today. Then we're going to switch it up a little bit because you guys, you guys watch us. You guys listen to us or you watch us, however you, 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 you imbibe the show um, because you want to listen about talk about PCO or you, you want to listen to our interview with Nikita Koloff or Joseph Samuel or you love Coastal Championship Wrestling and you love, you know, uh, watching Ref Amy or you read Tyler's um, constant, you know, articles, you know, five, six articles a day on his uh, uh, websites, you know, or you subscribe to Ivy's OnlyFans, whatever the reason why you're here, um, you know, we talk wrestling. But I want today to, to really, look, we'll talk a little bit about ourselves. We're going to actually, you know, we're, we're so busy interviewing people. Maybe we should interview ourselves here. So, but first... I want to talk about professional wrestling, AEW Revolution, Sting and Darby Allen versus the man, uh, uh, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks. Uh, you know, little insider information here. The match was already filmed, so there's already has been a winner. But uh, tell me, you know, what, what do you think AEW does with a geriatric Sting and a machine, Brian Cage? Tyler, what do you th- how do you think it's going to roll on uh, uh, Sunday? I think it may go cinematic. That, that's my guess because, you know, I, I love seeing... That's not even a question. Of course it's cinematic. Why would they film it? Well, hey, listen, I'm, I'm just trying to make it Tyler, more you, are, you have completely disappointed me this episode again. Let's try that again. <laughs> okay. Let's try that again. Tyler, what do you think is going to happen with the uh, uh, Sting and Darby Allen versus uh, Ricky Starks and uh, Brian Cage match on AEW Revolution? I think it's going to be one of the greatest matches in the history of professional wrestling. <laughs> I think Sting's going to come in there, but unfortunately, as much as I am a, a fan of Sting, Brian Cage is the machine and Team Taz all the way. I know I surprised people. I'm a Sting mark, and I went the it's other unbelievable. way. 
Yeah. Amy, what do you what, what do you what is your expectation for this uh, match? Well, I think it's going to be well done. I think they're going to go along the same lines that Styles and Undertaker did last year for WrestleMania. Just not hurt and uh, staying at all. Not really even make him bump. Darby's probably going to kill himself like at least nine times during the match. But yeah, I, I agree with Tyler. I think uh, the FTW champion is going to look supreme in this. Though with Darby, I think is going to get over a little bit more than anybody in the match. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I disagree completely, but let's let's hear what the temperature is. Like, what do you expect for Sunday? Are you gonna are you gonna order this pay per view? It's like fifty dollars. Is no. anyone else is no, anyone go else to gonna do that? Theater. No. You go to the movie theater. <laughs> we can go to a movie theater now. Okay, maybe yeah, I'll pay. for twenty bucks. <laughs> it's not a bad it's not a bad gig. Yeah. No, I'm gonna honestly just you know agree with Tyler and Amy both on it. I think um, the best way to utilize Sting is gonna be to just kind of make everybody else look good. So you know, let's hope that that's what they do and keep Sting safe and you know, keep him sting, but you know, no injuries. Let's not overdo it. Like we did the undertaker and all that. So let's, let's just roll with it. I don't, I just don't see any chance sting and uh, Darby Allen win this one, which is kind of weird because it's like, you know, sting, you know, and it's weird. Your, your returning match after the buckle bomb incident and whatnot is a cinematic match, you know, like maybe do something simpler, first but that being said it should be good and I, hopefully this is the final springboard that brian cage and, and ricky starks can use to you know push themselves into the next step or the next part of this feud so we also had a huge surprise uh big show paul white uh the giant signs with all elite wrestling it's insane uh it seems like a very strange um even the dog hates it it's like a very strange <laughs> signing uh considering that he's gonna wrestle um, he also teased a Hall of Fame, a potential Hall of Famer signing on 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 Sunday as well. Uh, so, just two two quick questions about the Big Show because you know everybody wants to know what do you think of his uh, sitcom number one, and who is the um, uh, Hall of Famer showing up on Sunday? I'll start with the Temptress. Um. All right. So she's googling it right far- now. She's seeing no, what the no, sheets. No, no, she's cheating. Yeah. She's the. Okay. She, oh, she's okay. She, of course, she's um, fixing her selfies before she yeah, posts them. No. Um. So I think that the sitcom was. I'm not like a big sitcom fan. At least none of the newer things. But you know, I was just kidding. I, everyone hated the sitcom. I was gonna say, what do you think of the signing? <laughs> what do you think of the signing? And uh, uh, who is the? What do you think of the signing? And who is the? Um, I thought the sitcom was trash. My girlfriend liked it. All um, sitcoms are trash. They have the candle after, like, what year? Like, this ended, you know, like, the, the, the time Seven of the is. sitcom is over. The time is over. It is. It I'm is. sorry, they, go ahead. So what did you think fine. of the signing, and who is the Hall of Famer on, on um, Sunday? Signing, I was, I was kind of shocked, um, just because, you know, I've always kind of felt like Big Show was so loyal with WWE, so I didn't really quite see it coming, but I'm a little bit, you know, excited to see where it goes. Um, and as far as the other question that you had in regards to the hall of famer i don't know i honestly i don't know no guesses good guess uh uh tyler what are your thoughts buddy uh yeah i was a little bit caught off guard because he i thought big show would be loyal to wwe but i think he also he looks at it as a new opportunity a a fresh start so uh why not I, i think Hey, it's got the publicity. I mean, that's what Tony Khan wanted. As far as who's going to be the Hall of Famer, that's a tough one because is Angle still a producer with WWE? I'd no, probably Angle's available. Okay, that may be who I go with. I know that may not be the 
the uh, choice everybody's looking for, but I think it's smart because, hey, they're working with impact. This makes sense. Hey, this bring Kurt Angle. Also, uh, 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 I know a promoter who offered Kurt Angle $20,000 to do a match, and his answer mm-hmm. wasn't no. So um, that would be interesting to see Kurt Angle coming back for all the wrestling. It would be, yeah. What if he interferes with the uh, the FTW match with Sting oh and Darby? Hey, because, you know, Sting and Kurt went at it in TNA, so that could work. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look at Tyler making some sense today. See, as okay. soon as Ted leaves, you're making all the sense in the world, buddy. I love that. I love the Kurt Angle pick. Ref Amy, yeah. what do you got? So, yeah, I actually really loved Joe there because, like, his sporadic appearances in WWE just were more annoying than anything. And with him going over to AEW, it feels like a brush of a fresh, fresh air. It's a, a fresh of breath air. air. I got you. Oh, tongue tied. Too many drinks. Mm, yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking, uh, um, Amy? I am drinking some rum. Ooh. That's what yeah. you drink every week. And then you, That's you, cool. had, the, you had the fireball uh, uh, temperature switch. I had fireball earlier, and I'm currently killing a nice bottle of Ooh, Sutter. Yeah. I'm doing a, a Pothic Inferno. It's a red <laughs> blend. And then Tyler's drinking Ovaltine. So uh, who's coffee, the yeah. Hall of Famer, um, uh, Amy? Who's the Hall of Famer? So I agree with Tyler. I have been hearing a lot of rumblings, and it makes sense with Kurt Angle. Like, Get out of the dirt in. sheets. Who do you want it to be? But <laughs> Well, I want it to be CM Punk. I just want him to come okay, back. That's the just, what, that's the answer I was waiting yeah. for. I thought Tempter was going to give it to me. But He doesn't even have to wrestle. Amy. He just comes in. That would be so <laughs> exactly. great. That's actually, that's actually like one of the few needle movers. Uh, mm-hmm. you, know who I, you know who it's actually going to be? It's going to mm-hmm. be Mark Henry. <laughs> See, I've heard uh, rumors about him, yeah, too. It's, it's probably going to be Mark Henry, and it's going to be cool, but... Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Okay, uh, probably the second to last professional wrestling thing we'll talk about tonight real quick. Bobby Lashley's finally a, a, a heavyweight champion. He defeats The Miz after like a, you know, this thing, uh, the Hurt Business, obviously. MVP took these guys' careers from a year ago to now into like the stratosphere. We have two tag team champions and now Lashley, who was in some sort of um, erotic angle with mm. uh, Lana and uh, Rusev is now the uh, world champion. I think this probably headed to Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, which is great. Uh, Lashley being someone who is, you know, is, is like a realistic uh, uh, person. Um, what do you think about Lashley uh, going into, uh, potentially going into WrestleMania as a heavyweight champion? And I, I need to know first from the Temptress Witch and her cat. Oh, from me and the cat. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not a Lashley fan. I mean, he's, he's good, but he's not my favorite on the roster. You're um, a big fan but- of eyebrows. I know you. <laughs> I can't stand you. oh my god um no I don't know I mean I think Lashley will be a good champion I think that you know we will see some very good matches um good title defenses I do agree I think that you know it'll end up being him and Brock um which I think the two of those two together will kill it I think it'll be a great match you know very well executed um but I mean I don't know I'm not a Lashley fan so yeah, I think uh, the that's the obvious match. Uh, Tyler, what do you think? Uh, uh, is Lashley hot or is he not? Oh yeah, he's he's a great champion. I, man, he's. He I didn't ask not, if he was a great champion. Well, I said, is he hot? <laughs> or is I know he what not, you asked, Tyler. Okay, pal, he, Answer, he is hot. Dude. I gotta okay. admit, Lashley, man, I, I tell you, what a Fair champion, enough. and he he's is. Enough. But seriously, he great man I'm, I'm happy for him i heard of each time man yeah of course I, I know he's hot okay but he is uh you know it was uh tremendous i love the her business mvp hey you got a plug in former ccw former guy. cc yeah former ccw yeah. uh a trainee man 
Absolutely. And I mean, you're right. He took this, uh, you know, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, all the herd business with Lashley to another level in just one year. And finally, Benjamin's getting, you know, the recognition he deserves because mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of his. But I don't know that we're going to get Lesnar and Lashley. I think we will at some point. I think I would rather see first it be Lesnar and Roman Reigns due to Paul Heyman. I think that's why mm, I, I tend okay. to lean towards SmackDown. Yeah. Okay. Look at you throwing logic at us. Amy, did I ask you? No, not yet. Go ahead, ask. I mean, go ahead, <laughs> so, answer. So, yeah, I'm super happy with uh, Lashley becoming champion because that also means The Miz isn't champion anymore. And I feel like it kind of, Monday night kind of made all the ups and downs of the WWE Championship this year kind of work it worth it. Um. It's a toss-up for me because obviously everybody wants to see Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, but I also want to see Bobby Lashley versus Drew again. Last year yeah, they had Drew some McIntyre movies? and all this. He's kind of just thrown yeah. to the side. Mm-hmm. He was given such a great year, and exactly. I guess you know maybe maybe it won't be Brock Lesnar. Maybe maybe yeah. uh, Tyler's right. Maybe they're saving a uh, uh, a Brock Lesnar coming in as a babyface to wrestle Roman Reigns after WrestleMania. Is that possible? Uh, it'd be interesting. I don't know how they'll pull it off, but hey, it, it'll be you know hey you know Vince man. Uh, you think, Brock, do you guys think Brock Lesnar is a um, a vaccine like anti-vaxxer? Yeah, uh, he, yeah. I don't he know. He comes off a little anti-vaxxer to me, right? I mean, he, he's what? he's he's got a farm up in Canada. He, he likes being remote. I mean, he don't like contact with people. I mean, he's very to yeah, himself. He's been social so distancing know. since like 2004. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> so it's it's That's nothing new for the beast. <laughs> yeah, he's stoked. He's about really that. like that. Yeah. Maybe he has social anxiety. It could, yeah. it could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. possible. I mean, you know, he, he puts it on for the show, but maybe in reality, he just does not like people. Well, yeah, that, it, everybody who's ever met him says, like, I yeah. Re- yeah, I did read people. one time, though, that the thing with Brock Lesnar could be, like, um, he was always last in his class in academics. Hmm. So, like, uh, sometimes I think it might just be a situation, and I would never tell this to his face. No. It just might be in a situation where, like, um, he's just quiet and withdrawn, not because he hates people, but because he's, you know, worry, worry, like people would, you know, he would appear stupid to people. Mm-hmm. I would never say that to your face, Brock. I'm sure you're really smart. No, no. Uh, but let's move on to crazy. another yeah. um, huge, bald uh, black guy, uh, Shaq on AEW Dynamite, <laughs> 48 years old, and he makes not his wrestling. Uh, um, uh, premiere, you know, it's not the first time he's been in a ring. You know, we saw him in the past, you know, kick somebody. We saw him in 1994 at Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair at um, Bash of the Beach 94. So it's not his first foray into professional wrestling. We've seen him pop up and they're talking, they, he was always talking about a match with the big show um, that never happened one on one, I guess. Uh, and now he's in all elite wrestling and there he is. Uh, um, what did you guys think of the match? What do you guys think about Shaquille O'Neal, 48 years old? Is now the time for him to start his professional wrestling career? I'm going to go to Tyler. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's going to have something to say yeah. about this. Well, I think if you look at Sting, I mean, sure, he's more of the professional wrestler, but he's 61. And I got to tell you. Yeah, I see a I lot of a, similarities between Sting wait, and Shaquille wait, well, O'Neal, no. Tyler. <laughs> well, wait <laughs> just a second. Let me explain, okay, buddy? What happened is that I'm talking, I'm laughing already, but Shaquille O'Neal, just, he impressed me. I mean, I was going to be critical of the match, but he really showed me a a lot. And that was smart. Don't let it, you know, don't make this match go long. And and Cody was the best choice. I mean, because he's a great worker. And And Jade, Jade what'd you feel about Jade in in her in ring? She trained down here in South Florida. 
Um, mm-hmm. I had heard some like things about her before. She never really worked any companies down here. Uh, I do know where she trained. Like uh, it's like a private uh, gym. Um, yeah. But I was interested to see how well she do because you know mm-hmm. she came out of this area, uh, but right. she was never you know she never wrestled for any of the companies. So what did you feel about Jade Cargill? I thought Jade came off fine, and I, I really the more I see of Red Velvet, the more I'm impressed by her. Yeah. Because it takes She's two wonderful. to tango. Yeah, and they they both did well. And Jade Cargill, did you see what she posted on Twitter? Uh, I think it may have been Red Velvet actually that said, "Let's do it one on one. Let's have an, a, a yeah, love match." It. Yeah. So I thought do it was they fun. all look the same to you, Tyler. Is that why you got that confused there for a second? No, no. They they're they're both <laughs> lovely people. Ridiculous. <laughs> no. Pay me in a quarter. Uh, hear, yeah. That's okay, Tyler. I know you're from Tennessee. Uh, let's hear from Rafa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Obviously, it was, you know I, know, I I know. I know. I love you, buddy. All right, Rafa. I love you too. So, yeah, I was also impressed. I think they did just enough to make you, especially with Jade and um Red Velvet, they gave you just enough to want more. So when I saw that pose also, I was like, hell yeah, let's get them one-on-one. And I think they didn't, they look like they didn't put Shaq in any position in which he was going to be uncomfortable, which was right. great. Because you see us a lot of times with like, the, I, my thoughts go back to Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman. Like he looked totally unprepared for that match. So they they took care of Shaq real well. And uh, like we said, uh, you said earlier, Tyler, um, Cody, perfect opponent because he's really good at making other people look good. I think that's I think that's a great uh, thing that you said. They kept it simple. Um, mm-hmm. I just love the look on Shaq's face and Cody's face when they went to the table spot. Mm-hmm. Cody was Cody was fearful of Shaq when he when he took flight, and uh, but he looked like everything worked out. I mean, Shaq's not dead, yeah. you know, he didn't hit his head or anything. So uh, the temperature switch. What did, you, what did you feel about it? I agree with uh, Tyler and Amy. Um, I actually, I, I don't know. I love seeing, you know, like the non-wrestlers kind of come in and just like give their effort. And I feel like Shaq did very good with it. Um, you know, like Amy said, he he seemed comfortable. Um, he didn't, I didn't think it looked messy at all. Um, and, you know, I mean, we've seen over the years, several other entertainers kind of pop into the wrestling scene and you can tell it's like, they're not comfortable with it. They weren't trained properly, but I really do feel like um, everything was executed well. And I am definitely a fan of Jade and Red Velvet. I'm loving it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I guess, I guess that's the question that I think everybody's asking all week is uh, in the rankings of, of professional wrestling basketball players, where does Shaq fall in between Dennis Rodman and Carl Malone? Cause you know, now we have a, I think we have a definitive list now. Uh, so would you say Shaq's on top of the, on top in the middle, on the bottom, Tyler, you first, would that, you take Rodman t- or Shaq right now? That's a tough one. Well, Shaq right now, as far as, no, I'm match, sorry. Rodman in 97, man. How good was Rodman in 97? <laughs> hey, Rodman was great. And Hey, go back to bash at the beach. What was it? 95 when they involved him and yep. it was the Vader match. No, I mean, it was wonderful. It, yeah. So that's tough because I thought they and, all did and, well. And yeah. he was with a uh, prime uh, Carmen Electra. So on hey. top of that, that just puts him at number one. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was about to say in the he world, right? Yeah, that, a hey, prime what like a push. you know, like before, like the the anything happened to her, she was she was uh, you know insane. So you have Rodman there, and then also Carl Malone. Uh, I think he impregnated like a thirteen year old girl. So that puts him on the third <laughs> part of the list. Whoa, now wait. Third. Now are we a Hollywood dirt sheets website? Wait a no, minute. That's, I think that was confirmed. I'm not breaking any news, Tyler. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know. Maybe trending just, on Twitter. The mailman, yeah. no, the mailman impregnated like a, 
a 14 or 15 year old girl. It was insane. I mean, I really did not know that. That's why they reacted. Look it up right now. It's confirmed. It was just. Well, I'm not denying it. I mean, I just, you know, I I like it. It's a horrible thing to do, you know. It is. It's (laughs) terrible. Yeah, it's bad. So, so, okay. So that would be Rodman one, Shaq two, Carl Malone three. What about if Michael Jordan was a professional wrestler? How good would he be, right? He's got to do some off the top rope, right? Because he dunks. Come on. Oh man, Eric I don't Jordan. know. They all they all dunk though. Boy, that's kind of stupid. Yeah, know. right. What are you talking about? You don't think yeah. Shaq has hops? He does. You don't think no, Malone, he does. like could jump. Hey, I think Shaq Tyler. needed to hop, did he? He just kind of reached. I don't. Up yeah, that's true. He, he's so tall. Yeah. <laughs> what about Penny Hardaway? Where does he come in as a professional yeah. wrestler? <laughs> what, what, what about Bill Walton? Bill Walton, though. See, Walton. See, he had the mic oh, skills. <laughs> so like Bill Walton would be the guy on the microphone, but I would, he would a put good him promo. there yeah. in the top. You know, he'd be a good mic. Who would be a good wrestling promo in basketball? Jordan would be like that serious Bret Hart promo. Rodman's mm-hmm. already has those promos. The charisma. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think the biggest now. drug addicts in professional wrestling. Cause you know, I'm sorry. Big drug addicts <laughs> in, in the NBA, because I think that would immediately make them good. And <laughs> a little wrestling. bit of a slip buddy. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. It happens. Okay, guys. So um, uh, we're all looking forward to AEW Revolution. We have a new champion. We're on the road to WrestleMania. You have a lot of uh, interesting things happening. In Tampa, they haven't released tickets yet for WrestleMania. There's still a rumor of 20,000, 25,000 people. But we're we're a little bit more than a month away, and there's no tickets available. It's a little bit scary, especially if you're booking shows in and around the Mania area. You don't even know if the people are going to be there. Exactly. It's kind of a strange thing. Like, uh, um, you know, could they pull the plug on people at WrestleMania? I hope not. Um, um, but uh, we shall see. And then when it comes to any other companies, you know, obviously CCW is doing a lot of stuff, but I don't see stuff, uh, a ton of stuff happening from anybody else. So I wanted to talk about professional wrestling. We talked about professional wrestling. I love professional wrestling, but I also realized something is that we come on and we talk about um we talk to wrestlers, we interview people, but we don't really, like, you don't really know us. Like, obviously you've seen me on a bunch of random like podcasts or you have seen me or you can just Google it right now and you'll know all the crap about me. So I'm not worried about me, but I kind of wanted to know, you know, who is Tyler uh, Peters? You know, who is the Temptress Witch? And then who is uh, 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 Ref Amy? So, you know, of course you can tie in professional wrestling because obviously professional wrestling is a huge part of all of our lives. But I wanted to start with you, Tyler. Tyler, what yeah. city were you born? Um, uh, uh, were you the oldest? Were you the middle child or the youngest? Uh, I was actually born in Kingsport, Tennessee in the Tri-Cities area. Really? So uh, you're Johnson an East city Tennessee Bristol. boy. Yeah, I'm actually an East Tennessee boy. You're a Bristol boy. Yeah, that, that's why I like Smoky Mountain Wrestling, man. That's there, right. there you go. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that's where I grew up. You don't like I, Smoky I'm, Mountain Wrestling? No, it's I an do. amazing company, Tyler. I, I just said I liked it. My goodness. But you said yeah, you were kidding. Words in my mind. Well, how about the you know when the okay? Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. Hey, so you're an East Tennessee boy. Did you you go to Gatlinburg a lot when you were a kid? Uh, yeah, it wasn't a far drive at all. I loved it, and uh, it's you amazing. Ever up in those cabins, up. the Smoky Mountain? Yeah. Cabins? Oh yeah. You're always afraid bears are going to get in yeah. the hot tub and everything. Oh yeah. So I'm, yeah. see, I know so much more about you now, just because I know like where you grew up, like in that area, you know, mm-hmm. like you're a mountain, you're a, a Tennessee mountain boy, you know? So how many yeah, siblings do you I'm have? Are you, are you I'm going to say you're like a, either a middle child or the oldest. No, I'm actually the oldest. My sister and me, there's 20 years it's difference. <laughs> yeah. So there's, you only have two or you only have one sibling. Yeah. Only one okay, sibling. So you're the, yeah. so you are the oldest. Mm-hmm. What was your childhood like? 
do you enjoy yeah. like when you think of your childhood do you, do you enjoy your childhood like do you think of it positively do you yeah. think of it negatively oh, yeah. is it like a little of both like it's okay like no i i mean i, I had a great uh childhood i mean it, it was fun man and you know, I know we ain't talking about wrestling, but I remember watching Nitro with my friends. We would have Nitro parties. Good. You know, how they were advertising, never made it, you know, never good enough to make it on there. But we we had thought about it, you know, and it, it was cool. We had sleepovers. We watched talk, act like Marks, you know, think we knew what was going on. And, you know, I just had a pretty normal childhood. Played uh, softball, actually, you know, tried to be athletic. I really wasn't at 5'4". I'm, I'm a short guy, so not not much as far as the height department and basketball. Would you but you like still, basketball? Yeah, I do. What other sports? I mean, besides professional wrestling, what sports did you like? You were you, you like a college, little bit of college football? You got that Tennessee. I do. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm a big Tennessee fan, and of course, East Tennessee State that's up there in Johnson City. I try to support them as well because they're up kind of local. And of course, you know, I, I love Nashville, but you know, my heart's always going to go. It's funny to Tennessee, but especially East Tennessee because yeah, everybody don't. Now I get you. So I was yeah. like, he's a Columbia boy, but he's not a Nashville guy. You're definitely an East Tennessee guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm an East Tennessee guy, but, I, you know, Columbia is my hometown and, you know, Nashville's cool and I love the music city, but it's not where I'm actually originally from as far as Tennessee. So that, that's so, why so, Tyler, you know, one of the things about you that I find so interesting is that you can write like 50 articles in a day. Yeah. Like you're a very prolific <laughs> writer. I'm, and, well, you know, I'm, I'm, not saying the, I'm not saying the articles are any good. But yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> just well, hey, I, I try, man. Hey, I, I need Meltzer. But my question to you know. is, Dave, Dave Meltzer is 60, 61 years old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's not going to run that dirt sheet forever. You know, he's not going to be the preeminent professional wrestling yeah. uh, journalist forever. I mean, is that right. something that you see? Like, what is your goal in terms of being a journalist, uh, whether that be like, you know, like a, a live media like we're talking about now or print media like what what does tyler want to do who does tyler want to be well i I tell you what i've as much as i enjoy writing about wrestling or or doing music every now and then doing an article about that for the website the buzz i I really am into trying to do original short stories i've got a cousin who's a great author but i I want to do more short stories like i was sharing some on facebook it it was called uh, the nightmare of Tipperary. instead of just having the same old story in the states why not take it to ireland and kind of make it a mystery series so i'm kind of trying to think outside the box in an interesting way and then do it that's that's Sounds yeah. awesome. We should do uh-huh. a. You should write a short story script with mm-hmm. five characters, mm-hmm. and we will do a reading uh, on the podcast. Um, give me homework. Yeah. Well, I, I'd look five forward to it. Five yeah. characters. Um, if you prefer, or if, if you could, it'd be three men and two women. Three men and two women. Yeah. Flip it. You know. You, you know. You, Ted can do whatever gender he wants, you know. And that's what we should do because you, you that's something that you want to do. You should you mm-hmm. should explore that more. So bef- instead of being a wrestling journalist, you'd be a short story writer. That would be a preferred uh, lifestyle for you. Yeah, and I, don't get me wrong. I, I love the wrestling stuff. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I've always been a big fan of Stephen King. So I've okay. always wanted to do mystery Those, those stories are not short at all. They're, they're not no Tyler. they're not they're I incredibly long Stephen. <laughs> they are very long I, i'm actually so are you starting with short that. stories just because like you're lazy well yeah just go to the of, novel that, uh, that's a lot of that is a lot of it because i want people to get it you know if they get a short attention span they're gonna say that lazy writer that thinks he's dave melson no you're right course, you know. you're right no yeah. one even reads novels anymore everyone reads short stories it's because of the twitter you know, you have yeah. to have a, a short story in 280 characters. It used to be 140 characters. Dad gum social media. 
Leave it to uh, 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 Tyler, my question to you also is you're a man of the church. You you go to uh, church, you're, you're right. whatever. Do you ever find the violence in professional wrestling is incongruent with the church and their beliefs? <laughs> no, hey, they're all actually supportive. I mean, if I tell them about CCW, they're like, man, they're, they're happy for me because they know I'm a wrestling fan. I'm, I'm pretty open about it. So, okay, in fact, yeah. they, they've had a wrestling ring. It's funny you mentioned that with church and wrestling where, you know, wrestlers would come you know, if they were, had became Christians, they would come into the church and actually train up people to do like for charity, they would have events. So it was kind of neat. It was an interesting dynamic. So. No, I I do think that I think you, when you look at it, I was, I was trying to bait you, but if you look at the Bible, there's the stories, there's, you know, the stories in the Bible are very, you know, you can take professional wrestling. You can, um, yeah inspiration for a lot of things that, that happen in the bible one that jacob that wrestle with angel that's one absolutely well yeah, yeah I just, you you have he, guys was, like what, you guys have yeah. guys like elijah uh, who is the ultimate baby face daddy he, he is yeah so you see that is so neat hey maybe you should do a, a book and go hey but this was biblically inspired it wrestling. is though it can be life in general culture in yeah. general our culture was built around you know the the the, the, the uh-huh. bible you know we wouldn't be sitting on webcams if if not for it tyler so you know <laughs> you can look at hogan sting in 97 and and it started with with you know the, the old testament <laughs> it did, did. it's a, i mean hey what what a show huh i mean my <laughs> amy uh, uh where were you born and you're the uh, you're the oldest too, right? Or you're the middle? You're the middle, I think. Or you no, tell me oldest. a little bit. Where were you born? Okay. And um, what sibling are you? I uh, I was born in Vero Beach, Florida, uh, ah, the city right above. So boring. Yeah, you, know, well, you know what? The Mets play uh, spring training over there. Did you no, that was St. Lucie. St. Lucie. Oh, wait, who's in Vero Beach? We we used to have the Do- the Dodgers. Ah, do you ever yeah. watch the Dodgers when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. Whenever they were there for spring training, and then I, I'm a Met fan, so when they were against the St. Lucie Mets, like or the real Mets, it was awesome. The real Mets, yeah. Yeah, um, and I'm the oldest. I have a younger sister who you've met, Nelio. Yeah, for and sure. then a younger brother who is now 22. So yeah. Are your siblings yeah. your uh, your siblings as interested in professional wrestling as your brother? Because I know your sister's not really interested in professional wrestling. Is your brother uh, interested in wrestling? He was with, like my sister. We were all when we were younger, and they kind of grew out of it. Whereas I kind of kept the fandom thing going. But um, yeah, my brother was a big Undertaker fan, and my sister was a big Rey Mysterio fan. So, yeah. Did you would you would you say you had like a positive childhood? Yeah, absolutely. Like a lot, actually. Like if you had to choose, would like would, would did you prefer your mother or your father? Oh God! Are they still oh, married? Man. Are they still married? No, okay. Okay. Neither am I. I'm just saying, like it's rare now. Okay, so you preferred your mother, probably. Because like, when, if you're if you're if your parents are still together, I generally find that you prefer the father. And if your parents are divorced, like in my case, you prefer your mother. I don't know I mean, not- if that's just normal or if it's cr- just me being crazy. Probably. No, is. I think I prefer them like at different time periods. I, I don't know. Like it's it's weird. I, I don't ever go through a day where I don't call both of them. So. Oh, so you have a really you have a really really good relationship with your with your yeah. parents. Well, I'm the only one with that has well besides like my dad's um, nieces and nephews or my dad's grandkids on the other side with his his um now now his wife. Um, I'm the only one that has given them grandkids, so I have to keep ah, so you're, with them yeah, at all you're, time. You're, you're blessed. <laughs> yeah, you talk to pictures. them. At, you talk to you talk to them on the phone every day, or you just text. 
Um, it it depends. Some days I just text them pictures of the kids to ask them how they're doing. Dude, texting's easy. Yeah, we're busy. I try to speak. I try to speak to my mother every single day. I text my dad. Yeah, my mom definitely <laughs> I speak to more than my dad, but yeah. And you have uh, two kids. Yes, I do. And how is busy. how is being like a mother and also a referee in a professional wrestling company that is so busy? Like, is it something that you juggle? Is it something that you ever fight with? Your your husband is beautiful, by the way. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> I'll make sure looking. to tell him that. He's very good looking <laughs> and very articulate. Uh, uh, you can tell him. You can tell him I said that. He'll, he'll just be like, yeah, I know. Yeah, um, he's good to say that. Do you, exactly. guys ever, do you guys ever argue over the fact, like, you know, you work a lot as a referee. You work mm-hmm. a lot of weekends and, and you come, to, you train a lot. You trained yesterday with low key until mm-hmm. midnight. You know, you, yeah. you were there until midnight with, with, uh, um, international superstar and, and wonderful guy, low key. Do you ever, mm-hmm. does, is that ever a problem? You know, like, or is it something that you've, that you're able to. to well, work? definitely at first, like getting used to the schedule and everything. Cause I went from like, I would work from home, stay at home mom, like doing that kind of thing. Um, it was definitely a lot to get used to, especially like days of the show and stuff where I'm literally gone all day. But right. um, a lot of it has gotten better through like, obviously communication and um i should be taking notes yeah yeah right <laughs> communication like being very like i'm always very upfront with things coming up and like telling him my schedule and everything and also like um i don't want to put a like say his name well whatever charlie our fr- dear friend charlie aka agony like ah. i've actually gone to him because he also has a family and i like asking him like hey like how do you deal with it and he's been actually a little bit helpful and he's the one who told me like the greatest thing you could do is um communicate with your partner and also like learn like that there is that balance there because like you want to put all into wrestling but at the same time you don't always want to like put put the kids especially in the back seat but it's, right. it's a balance and you've brought you've brought your uh, uh son to uh practice a couple times oh, yeah. and he's little awesome. randy so you do like you know you're such a good mom you know oh, and i think God. like what i like to think is like when you're um when your kids are older, they're going to remember this as like something that's cool, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, ah, absolutely. Like she was a referee and she did this stuff for this wrestling company. And she was, you know, Dude. so I think well, that's, that's like something that, you know, even though yeah. your, your, your time is technically apart, it's also something that's interesting. You mm-hmm. know, you want to be a boring the, mom, you yeah, know? Right. Well, one of the things that um, was great about my parents is my dad was a firefighter. And my mom was a nurse and those were their passions doing it. And they both right. got to do it. And that was one thing they instilled in me is do what you love. And from however long I've been watching wrestling wrestling has been the one thing that I could watch it every day like yeah I'll get tired of certain companies but I could think and talk about wrestling every day so it's my thing that I want to do as a profession in some way shape or form and if I can instill that also on my children I feel like that's a good thing to pass down like it doesn't it doesn't matter how much money you make at some points but like if you're not doing what you love what what are you doing? Yeah, 100%. I think um I agree with that 100%. You could be mm-hmm. like the you know yeah. And if you don't if you don't have something also to show for your time. Mm-hmm. That's something to to me that it's just like, man, you know, you can die with like 20 houses and whatever, but at least you can look and say this is a professional wrestling company or Tyler can say like this is um you know my articles that I wrote, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we'll get to the temperature switch, but like, that's something too, that I think is interesting. That's why I think this, this, um, whatever we're doing now, whatever you want to call it, a live cast podcast, whatever yeah. it is, you know, I think is important too. Temptress switch, the youngest member of 
the WWR family, the baby of the bunch, the baby of the bunch, the temptress witch. What city were you born in? I think I think I know this, and I think you're the youngest. What do you mean? I am the youngest sibling. Oh no no no! The youngest sibling. The youngest sibling. I'm actually the oldest. Okay okay okay. I knew that. No, so I am the oldest. Um, I was born in Westchester, but I've grown up in Coatesville my entire life, um, which of course is a little, little hood town in Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, no, but... I could see that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, so I'm the oldest. It explains of... why, like, you love firearms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love my guns. Um, so I actually am one of six children total. Really? Yes. Um, Me so too. My... I'm the oldest of six. Are you? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't know. That's like a really weird number, right? <laughs> it's uh, like, oh, I, like, I'm well, also an, uh, the oldest I'm... of four. It's like, oh, okay. Six is a lot, right? Six <laughs> total, but my parents are divorced. So my biological mother, whom I don't have any association with, she actually has three other children. And then my dad and my stepmom, who I'm very close with, um, they have two children younger than me. Um, yeah, so I mean... That's, that's pretty much it. I'm the oldest. I can't so you, you would say, you would say like, how would you, would like, did you have a good childhood? Did you have like an angry childhood? I, I had an amazing childhood considering the circumstances. Um, my parents split when I was really young. Uh, my mm-hmm. mother was really never around, but between my dad and my dad's parents, which, you know, obviously my grandparents, I had so much love and support that you would never even know that I came from like a broken family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, for sure. Yep. And, <laughs> and uh, 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 to go back, like, I so you... A, I feel like I'm in a job interview. I don't no, no, no. Interview. So you're like in a, uh, uh, This is exactly what this is. No. Because um, we're firing two people from the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's really what's going to happen. Hilarious. No, no, no. I'd, I'd, I'd be the first one out because of, uh, you know, I've been embezzling. I've been embezzling funds. <laughs> I guess I'm sure in some way or another, you know, I've been stealing printers and stuff. Anyway, planting Okay, so you're in in your your shoot life. You are um, you're a nurse. Yep. So you like to help people. Um, yeah. You know, and when did that come into like play? Like like did, like did you decide like one day? Was it like, hey, like nurses make a ton of money, or was it like, hey, like I want to help people, or was it like, hey, I'm just gonna do this right now? Very interesting. So when I was a kid, I loved teaching. Um, That was like what I thought I wanted to do was to be a teacher. Um, I'm a big history nerd. So my ultimate goal was to um, go to school and eventually become a high school history teacher. But I got pregnant with my daughter my senior year of high school. Typical for my area. (laughs) Typical for Coatesville. so everything kind of got put on hold and, you know, the next thing, you know, I had to be a mom and I had to go to work full time and, and, you know, start my family and take care of things. So, um, I worked for an iPhone repair company for a little while as their, uh, lead technician. And I actually loved that job. And I really wish I could go back some days because it was an awesome thing. I'm going to um, send you a couple broken iPhones I have. <laughs> You can get right back into it. Get right back Is to it. Is it only iPhones or can you do Samsung too? <laughs> I actually, I, it was one of the only technicians with the company that branched away from Apple and I can do a lot of the Samsung models. So if you guys awesome. have a burn phone, let That's me know. Cool. Awesome. Um, 
but so I did that for a little while and then I was like, okay, there's just not enough money here. So, and I also wanted to get out of like the retail business hours. So I put myself through dental assisting school and hated it so much because is it the breath is it like the bloody mouths is it like what what? like abscesses in their mouths none of that bothers me i'm not a squeamish person but sitting all day in the same position and literally doing this hand motion Mm. day like that's all you do like i had no idea yeah (laughs) that's all you do (laughs) so it was really um just boring and i hated it yeah so after that, I was like, okay, I need to do something. And everyone's always like, oh, you're so compassionate. Why don't you go to nursing school? My stepmom is a nurse. Um, she ended up doing that later in life. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to jump into the nursing program. It's good money. I'll always be guaranteed a job no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I did it. I went through two years of pure hell in nursing school to obtain that license. And I, I love it. I really do love nursing. Um, it drives me crazy. It stresses me out, but there is nothing more rewarding than being a nurse because I kind of put it at like, I'm one of the very few people, you know, like with a profession where I can say that I have watched life begin and end. Yeah. And it's pretty wild. What is the, what is the first time? Like when you watch somebody die, like what was the first thing that you felt <laughs> like, how would you um, like explain that feeling? No, it's a, it's a, no. it's a real question. I, it's an interesting uh, thing to think about. Amy's just like, ha. I see it all the time or something. I don't know what she's <laughs> laughing about. But I do hunt. <laughs> yeah, you, you I, hunt I human hunt beings. You, I get you. I get you. <laughs> so that's what that movie was based on. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I'm one of the people that I actually really like end of life care. Um, I feel like, you know, if I could have a hospice job and only deal with the death and dying process, I would love that so much more. I find it to be extremely peaceful. Um, you know, just being able to be there and comfort somebody in their last moments. And the first um, patient that I actually had who passed away with me um, was one of my longtime residents at the facility that I worked at. And he actually died in my arms. So like, I was holding this man. And at the time, you know, we recognized that he was taking a turn for the worse. It was very quick. Um, And he was, he was one of the more difficult patients. Like he was very combative at times. He hated almost everybody, but he and I had a really good connection. Um, so I, I just kind of was in there and I was sitting on the bed with him and kind of like had my arms around him. And at the same time that I'm feeling his pulse and just trying to like calm him down. Um, I literally felt his pulse go from, you know, bounding one minute to just on the next. And he just took breath in my arms. And I was like, you know, at first I'm like, oh my gosh, like I've never had a patient die with me. But at that time, like it happened and I was just like, that was really peaceful. And the thing about it is he felt comfortable with me. And the fact mm. that I was the one that was there with him made me feel so much better in knowing that, you know, his last moments were peaceful because I was with him. That's incredibly powerful. And like, you, <laughs> yeah, what a story. you were, you were incredibly young because you're young now. So you're probably mm-hmm. even more incredibly young at the time. So like, mm-hmm. it's probably something that like, um, mentally ages you, right? Mm-hmm. It does. I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, prior to COVID being a thing, um, aside from, you know, like my, my elderly patients at the nursing home that I was working at, um, you know, I started working for a rehab facility. So up until then, you know, I had multiple patients that I lost, but when COVID hit, I mean, we had people that were dropping left and right and it kind of desensitizes you a little bit. Like I even find myself now, like if, you know, we have like a death in the family, you know, where everybody else in the family, they're like, 
oh my god so and so passed away and I'm like okay cool (laughs) like it just it doesn't really phase me and I think it's because I've worked around it so much to realize how you know just peaceful the death process is that it doesn't you know cause me that type of upset because I've been around it so much whereas other people in the family who don't work in the nursing field you know it it affects them a lot more yeah and don't you think it's like uh probably gives you such an insight Mm-hmm. Until what those last moments are like, because some mm-hmm. of us like run from it. They like, we fear yeah. it. We mm-hmm. think about it. You know, yep. we think about it. Like, yep. And then when you're around it, you know, you can get more insight. You've seen it mm-hmm. multiple times as opposed yeah. to like that one, like terrifying, potentially yeah. terrifying. Moment, and it's, you know? it's extremely rewarding too. Um, you know, like when you, when you're a nurse and you, you work with, you know, hospice patients that, you know, you know what the outcome is going to be no matter what. Um, you know, when the family members are with them in their dying moments, I feel like it's so important for the family to understand, you know, that the nurse is comfortable with this too, because the family is looking right. at you as, you know, the person in charge, the person who's going to handle this. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of be able to like be desensitized and hold yourself together and just kind of be there for the family. And it's been so rewarding because I like almost every single patient that I've had you know, where the family was present, they're just so thankful and so appreciative. And it's, it's really touching. I mean, I've gotten, you know, like cards of appreciation. I've had, you know, family members just drop in my arms and just hug me and tell me, thank you so much for, you know, treating my loved one with dignity. Um, and I'm like the one, like I even go the extra mile, like I'm very spiritual. So like, you know, if I had a patient who's like struggling during their last moments, you know, I do everything that I can to make them comfortable. I will, you know, clean them up. I will, you know, whatever their religious preferences are, if I know, you know, if it's a Catholic, I will clean them up, have them positioned comfortably, put their rosary in their hands, you know, keep my hand on their forehead, tell them that it's okay. And I get it from my great grandmother where if somebody dies, you know, you crack the window open so that their soul can go, you know, that Mm -hmm. way. And it kind of helps them to cross over. And I had a family in particular, and they were like, you handled everything so well in the times that we didn't know what to do for our dad you know, we, we were just kind of there and you walked us through it. And not only did you hold his hand and help him, but you held our hands too. So that's like the most rewarding part of my job is, you know, just getting the appreciation and we don't always get appreciation. I mean, I've had patients whose families were nowhere near, you know, there it's like, you know, their, their family member is dying and they don't come to visit or, you know, whatever. And I'm the only person that's there with them and holding their hand and telling them that it's okay. And those are the ones you feel so bad for. But, you know, people grieve differently differently, and they process things differently. So, you know, it's like kind of one of those things. But it's so rewarding to just kind of know that some people do appreciate you, especially when you have the days where, like, you are so unappreciated and you're getting yelled at, and, you know, beat up by patients and, and all of that. You know, it's like that one thing, you know, when you, you get that one little bit of appreciation, it kind of cancels all the negative out. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you're such a major part of a lot of people's lives that way. Like you're the yeah. last part, but like, it's also a major part. Like this person is helping me in my, you know, I remember a few times I stayed in the hospital uh, and I can remember my nurses. I remember the good ones, you know, who were nice yeah. and stuff. And then you can imagine the last one, the major one, the one who was facilitating the end, you know, it's such a huge part. Like uh, it's, it's really, it's really intense, you know, it's really hard yeah. to send it's a follow up. <laughs> it it's really hard to follow up with other questions. Because <laughs> um, it's like a really intense thing, you know. It is. It's like it I is. could talk. We're I could talk. I could talk. I could talk for an hour about. We, like, we are. Death, you know? mean, so of yeah. the well, then let's do it. So of the um um, like you said, like the 
philo- philosophies on death. The idea of like, like the Catholic heaven or like Christian heaven or, um, you know, the Christian hell or, you know, the, the reincarnation, like, what is your, what are your thoughts? Like, you know, you've been around it. Where do, where do we go, uh, uh, Ivy, in your opinion? Mm. Like, where do you, you know, where is your, okay. Cause you've I been like there, that. you've been there enough times to see it more than myself, you know, uh, everyone like on, them, probably yeah. everyone on here, except for Tyler, uh, but, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I always get singled out. <laughs> what are your feelings? Because you've been, you've been there. You've been there. Like you've seen the end uh, so many times. Uh, what are your thoughts? My thoughts. I, I do definitely um, heavily believe in the afterlife. Um, like I said, I'm very spiritual. Aside from being the temptress witch, I am actually a practicing witch. Um, so I don't know if you guys all knew that, but anyone who follows me on social media should know that by now. The gimmick is just you turn to eleven. We got it. We ready. Pretty much. <laughs> You're the Stone Cold Steve Austin of witches. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I definitely do believe in the afterlife. Um, I was born and raised in the Baptist church, believe it or not. Um, Wow. I I don't necessarily believe in It's a surprising amount of uh, people who grew up in the Baptist church who end up like (laughs) witches and all that, you know? (laughs) Like, what are they doing over there, Tyler? What are you guys doing? You're just churning them out. You're just churning them out, Tyler. I have no idea. I mean, I, you know, to be honest, I, I didn't grow up Baptist. I mean, my, some of my family did. I'm just kidding. I, I of course, you're not Baptist. I, I know you're always trying to stick it to me, and that's crushed. I'm but, sorry. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm go sorry for interrupting. So you're, you're uh, uh, back to Ivy. So yeah. I grew up in the Baptist church with, you know, a Christianity background. Um, I do still, you know, hold on to some of my Christian faith. And that's kind of one of the things that I get really irritated with when a lot of people hear that I do practice, you know, witchcraft or whatever, because it's so widely thought, you know, the witchcraft is so negative and it really isn't. Um, it's a very peaceful practice. I personally do not practice any type of dark magic or, you know, anything like that. Um, so as far as, you know, the death, thing i kind of i definitely believe in the afterlife however i do believe that the idea of heaven is individualized you know per person um the best way i can describe that i don't know if any of you guys have seen the tv show supernatural it's like one of my favorite shows and i love the way that they execute heaven in that show because they kind of give it um you know the theory that when someone passes away they each go to their own version of heaven So whether that be, you know, in a certain serene place, you know, that you hold near and dear to your heart with, you know, individuals and, you know, souls that you have been very close to, that's what I believe. Um, I don't necessarily, you know, believe in the whole like, um, like hell, purgatory, heaven type of thing. Yeah. Um, I just kind of think that when everybody passes away, everyone goes to whatever the place is that was meant for them to be. Um, you know, you kind of go to your happiest, most comfortable zone that you've ever been in. So, um, you know, I've seen that a lot. I've seen, you know, war veterans and, and I've had, I've actually had people pass away who were, you know, terrified that, you know, some of the things that they have done in their life is going to cause them to spend, you know, years and years, you know, wasting away in hell. And, you know, it's kind of when they come in, when, you know, like we call on a chaplain or somebody for last rites, you know, they kind of really dwell on that and that's something that I see people worry about so much and I really wish that they didn't because once you have a very wide understanding of the death and dying process you understand that the ultimate end game is you will find peace once you are gone yeah I hope so <laughs> yeah that's that's a hope yeah, like no no it sounds great I mean no I, I agree I agree in many ways you know like um but it's like a, one of those things that man it's such a big question mark so it's kind of cool mm. like, really cool you've been you know uh 
you've had that experience and 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 you've you know you've done that you started wrestling at a young age as well or you started in the wrestling business so your family was a little bit in the wrestling business right yeah well no not in the business so just like my grandfather and my great-grandfather it was let's sit down and watch wrestling every okay. Monday, <laughs> you know um so that's I kind of was just conditioned into it um so you know mostly my grandfather and, and my great-grandparents were like the diehard wrestling you know watchers in the family so I spent many nights you know with them sitting on the living room floor in front of a you know old floor model tv you know just watching you know Monday Night Brawl or whatever and um my dad was never into it so when I was like 14 I think that's kind of when I really got to the part where I'm like, I want to do this. Like, I want to get involved in this. This looks like, you know, such a good time. And everybody in my family, like totally shot it down. They were like, you're crazy. Of course. Yeah. My 14 year old daughter was like, I want to be in the wrestling business. I would kill every wrestler in the city. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it was. Nobody was on board with it. Um, And I had played softball as a kid for years. So um, you don't, you don't, you don't, uh, uh, you don't look like a softball player. I know. (laughs) Well, because here's the thing. I was not allowed to play uh, softball in high school because I was fighting all the time. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see you being a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So you're 14. You want to join the wrestling business. Continue. I wanted to get into the wrestling business. Um, Nobody was for it. I finally just kind of like my pop-up was out in the garage one day and like, I just kind of walked in and I'm like kicking rocks and like picking up random tools and pretending to be interested. And I pitched this idea to him. I'm like, listen, I found this uh, professional wrestling company. They're like based out of Philly. I'm going to email them and get some information to see if I can, you know, start training to become a professional wrestler. And he was like, Girls, if you're at home and you're 14 or 15, like, don't do that. <laughs> go the other way yeah, yeah. Right. don't do that the opposite direction. Um, so believe it or not my pop-up was like he was definitely like not for it but my you know grandparents were very involved in raising me and they always instilled you know try doing everything that you want to do until you find the thing that fits mm-hmm. so um I think you know after couple of conversations he finally warmed up to the idea so I reach out to American Championship Pro Wrestling here and I get a response from Chris via email now mind you I'm 14 on like the old AOL like accounts and stuff and Chris you know instant messages me back and we're like talking for hours and he was like well yeah sure we could definitely get you trained so at the time he didn't realize that I was only 14 so um, I'm like, okay, well, you know, you kind of got to talk to my parents and stuff like blah, blah. And they finally, you know, I connect him and my grandfather and they talk about it. And he was like, well, why don't you come to a show? I can put you, you know, with Megan, AKA discord. And, you know, she can kind of like show you the ropes and help you out and do this and that. So I came in and discord's gimmick is kind of like a deranged kind of like crazy bitch who carries around dolls and does this whole like, Jekyll Hyde type of thing, I guess you could say. And um, we pretty much brought me in as her real life doll. And I loved it. I loved everything. I love it. it. I, w- I went to one show, pretty much like walked out. She had a match. Um, there, it was interrupted by an interference from another one of the female wrestlers who came in and stole one of her dolls. So as she's like walking away with the doll taunting Discord, I walk up behind her in full gimmick spin her around, punch her in the face, take the dog, go skipping back up to this board. And it was like, like that moment, I was like, oh my God, I love this so much. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's pretty much where it started. And it just never stopped. 
That's great. You know, like awesome. Yeah. Being a human living doll at the age of 14 in a professional <laughs> wrestling show, is pretty, it's a pretty good way to start, right? Like, I thought pretty, so. <laughs> it's a pretty good, like, first gimmick, you know. And you also had a mentor in professional yes. wrestling, you know, that's important. It's yep. important because if you have a good mentor, what I've realized in professional wrestling, if you have a good mentor, and someone who's like going to be upfront and cool with you and stuff mm-hmm. like you can go so far. But what yep. happens is when you get like a bad uh, mentor, uh, mm-hmm. you just leave the business and you hate the business. And there's right. thousands of those people out there. So right. that's and awesome I've been that- so blessed in that area because everybody, at, you know, American Championship Pro Wrestling has always treated me like the younger sibling. They've always been very protective over me. Um, I mean, guys have been thrown out of the locker room and back in February. So I had been out of the business for a while. Um, you know, cause I had gotten pregnant with my daughter and, you know, mm-hmm. was just living life. And my ex-husband was like really crazy and wanted me to have no parts of the wrestling world. Uh, and- he's not that, he wasn't that crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I mean, I got- give him, give, okay. Maybe he was crazy, but you got to give him the benefit of the doubt on that part. No, but go I, ahead. I, I understand- <laughs> maybe he was, a, I'm not saying he was a good guy, but I'm just no, saying no, he no. was probably. I understand, you know. you know, people who don't know enough about the business and they kind of just have like that outside look. I understand not wanting your wife or a girlfriend or whatever to be a part of the business, but you know, that there's a whole thing of trust that kind of falls in that. But anyway, um, so he didn't want me to have anything to do with it. So I was away from it for 10 years or more. At wow. And, um, I, you know, Chris and, and Megan, yeah, everybody's calling me and they're like, oh, you need to come back. You need to come back. I just make an appearance. And I almost did a few shows, but he talked me out of it. And mm-hmm. then um, finally the divorce happened. And I'm like, you know what? Freedom. Wrestling. Yeah, I'm freedom. Going. I'm a free woman. I can do <laughs> what I want. And this is what I love to do. So I went back and I did the February show. Um, and I was supposed to obviously do more shows, but then COVID, you know, kind of hit. But um, getting back in there after being gone for so long, it was like, it, I, I had that same feeling that I had that first event that I walked into, you know, as Discord style. Like, it was just so much fun. And we actually had a fan that was, like, thrown out of the event for, like, catcalling at me and, like, making comments and shit. So Good for it, ACPW it was, for doing yeah, that. Yeah, that is good. They're really some great guys. I mean, it's like, you know, you walk in and I just instantly feel like family. I don't feel like I'm walking into a meat market. Um, and that's that's nice because I've felt like that for a good majority of my life. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, everybody's always been really good in the wrestling business to me. I'm really thankful for that um, because I've had a good experience. And like you said, you know, some people get in and see how it is and then they just walk away from it because they hate it so much. Right. I find a lot of people like don't love wrestling anymore. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's a weird thing. Like, and I have, I've, I have those moments too, where like, I start to think like, do I love wrestling anymore? Um, Do you still love wrestling? uh, uh, um, Tyler? (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, I love wrestling. I mean, I'm I'm still kind of old school. I like the Crockett stuff, but I, you know, there's good stuff today. Now, there's times I'm like, why did I waste three hours? But I will say, Raw was a lot better this week. You know, so yeah. Was that what you were going for, or did you swerve me again? I, I, can't I swerved. I was gonna. I was okay. asking Ivy, and I wanted to just ask Tyler. But like, you know, okay. uh, 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 I guess one last question for Ivy, and then we'll like, because uh, we can't believe we're already gone like an hour. Uh, we'll just have like a, I know. Like a, have like a just like a question. We'll all. You know, I'll just throw it to everybody and then, um, you know, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled talking about, you know, what happened on Raw is war and whatever next week. But like, 
because today's been like really deep. You know, I learned so much about mm-hmm. Ivy. I learned so much about uh, Amy, you know, and, and, and Tyler, I knew everything about you already. So <laughs> you were already researching. Me, so I, yeah, I, I've I read known. so many of your articles. No, I did learn that you want to be an author of short stories because you're lazy and I want to read. Those. Yeah, I want exactly. you to send me some short stories, you know, that, that, that's my gimmick, lazy writer. There's nothing like it. I mean, that's that's my. You know, Heming, Hemingway, Hemingway like, lived on that. See, see, <laughs> like, like, yeah, okay. yeah. you're exactly. good. You're Hemingway fine, was dude. a good writer. Okay? He's a great writer. He's a, a great writer. writer. I read Tyler's Tyler's little short story that he put oh, up. Thank you. Yeah, that I and I loved it. Mm-hmm. But Tyler, here's a here's a question because you know I, yeah. I mean I don't I like I like to write wrestling storylines you know and I've mm-hmm. written some things here and there. Um, the problem with being a writer is the trap of needing to feel all experiences. So mm-hmm. like you look at the great writers of their times, like with drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. sexual proclivity. So like you get into this, like this abyss of like what is and whatever could be. And you have to kind of either like fake experience it or experience it itself so like you fall into these like horrible holes like again of like drugs alcohol whatever you know do you ever feel like i mean obviously you're not a drug drug guy or an alcohol guy (laughs) but do you ever feel like to to get to the next level as a writer like you need to feel those experiences like experiences of like intense hatred intense love you know (laughs) well drugs and alcohol i I mean like it's 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 something to think about yeah i mean hey if i want to ruin a career why not no no (laughs) doubt i mean that's the way to go hey like i've been talking for months i've been talking for months because um i really want somebody on the show who has experienced smoking crack (laughs) well hey we've got to get that because i would just like i would just (laughs) i would just like to talk to this person and see like 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 what that experience is like i don't want to do it myself yeah know? i don't either and I, you're seen two people me, yeah. i've seen two people in the process of smoking crack <laughs> i've never done it so okay perfect ivy we'll, let's get that well, out quick you, you told us in the chat on yeah. facebook who this person is why am i not surprised ivy knew i mean come on no I, I love you I know. I love you. I, I had to. I had to. Yeah. <laughs> but Tyler, like, you know, like, obviously, you you know, like, uh, I, I'm a big on uh, futurism. Futurism? Okay. It's true. Like, I like to read stories about, yeah. like, like uh, um, things that are realistically, like, future, you know, whatever. You know, your short stories, more based on an emotional level, like, where do you, where do you bring your inspiration from? I just, uh, you know, I, I said it. I mean, I'm I, I'm not an author like Stephen King, but some of that influence, just kind of weird stuff, but it it's, can have logic with it. It's kind of fantasy stuff. It's not, you know, it's fiction. How about like, have you, have you ever written uh, through the perspective of like a woman? No, but that would be cool. That would, that would no, be No, no, cool. that's my, that's my question is like this idea yeah. of experience is such an interesting thing as, as an author, as a writer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it would be uh, now you're really, I can tell some of the questions are going up here for me. Okay, so, okay, whatever, whatever. Yeah. No, um, I, I, I just had to play back because, you, you know, you've been swerving me. And I, I get it. You're just, you're like, hey, 
the next CCW event. Let's get him. You know, no, right no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. Talking about CC. Oh my goodness, we almost left. Uh, C- CCW. Uh, Tyler has the best story about the natural Chase Stevens. <laughs> yeah, you got to tell us the story before we finish okay. up. Okay. So Tyler, finally, look. You know, you, they say you're not actually in the wrestling business until you get drunk with the natural mm-hmm. Chase Stevens. Tyler, tell us your story. You're officially in the wrestling business, pal. Yeah, that, that was a welcome. You know, I've done this as uh, what the third show now back in February 20th. So Chase Stevens and natural we're in there, you know, all the wrestlers are like, is there going to be an intermission? And I have to tell them, you know, I'm, I'm the errand boy. And uh, Chase Stevens like, man, it, it, there's no intermission. He's got a thing of vodka in his hand. Of course, you know, I've, I've never tried vodka. He's like, man, just take a sip. He's like, you ne- so the first time you drank vodka, the natural yeah. Chase Stevens gave it to you. So that's what made the story even cooler. Now I'll probably take criticism because they're like, oh, now we know what's going on with Tyler. Now he's, you know, going to these wrestling shows for, for that. But it, it was a neat experience because he's just a cool guy, not just for the vodka, but no, he's, great. he's, just, he's, a, he's a nice guy. He really is just a fun guy. That night that that happened, I was leaving uh, uh, the, I was leaving the event at like six o'clock in the morning, and uh, uh, with Chase, <laughs> the sun was coming up, <laughs> and then about two hours later, I'm finally getting to sleep, and um, he texted me like, uh, "Hey, bro, uh, I forgot my uh, backpack in your place." Oh gosh! I was like, "Oh great!" So then uh, yeah. he's like, "I gotta pick it up right now." I was like, "Oh no!" And he left with like twenty four beers. There were like twenty four wow. beers left, so he left with them. So Chase is a <laughs> Chase is the man. He, 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 is, he got he just he just he just initiated you into the wrestling business, Tyler. He did. I I'm mean, so I, proud, Tyler. I know. By next show, he's gonna be uh, smoking crack with uh, New Jack. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I'll be scared. I'll, I'll have to do it. He he may he will hurt. He'll get. And we'll have you on the show. We'll have you on the show, Tyler, to tell us all about it. Finally, two birds in one stone. But sure, I'll I'll do it from a hospital because that'll probably dark dark side of the ring. Yeah, dark side of CCW. New Jack injures some guy trying to get ring. No, not injured, man. He expands your mind. You imagine that short story: smoking crack with New Jack. I know that. Now that's. Now, Mick Foley, eat your heart out, New York Times bestseller. Right? I, I I smell money, yeah. Tyler. I, I do, yeah. Oh, all right, guys. <laughs> this has been this has been such a fun show. It has. Yeah, I, I like I've these. So yeah. I, I've learned so much about like all you guys. Um, you know, stuff that like you that you we know each other, but it's so cool to like uh you know like talk about you know our lives and stuff and i barely like i had really three stages and we were only able to get through one you know because <laughs> ivy spoke for so long I'm but sorry. uh <laughs> the very like in-depth the, questions of me yeah, talking like, about great. having to write stories yeah, my goodness. yeah <laughs> so, i'm just kidding no i'm teasing so this is just part one we'll do part two and three like uh whenever ted wants a break or ted can be in on one i'd love for to hear about ted like he's got mm-hmm. uh he's he's got two wives currently he's in the polygamy <laughs> um, he's, he's got 18 you know, kids he's got yeah, 22 he's children got a family yeah <laughs> yeah you know he 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 paid a dowry for one of his wives i'd love to hear all about that <laughs> well if he gets out of prison though yeah yeah they finally yeah. got him you know i i, <laughs> did, I, yeah. I, I called his buddy mitt romney i said dude <laughs> mitt romney that's his friend they, they okay. got plenty of they got plenty of polygamists dude i know oh, where boy. the romney family wives are buried dude oh my so he'll be out by next week this, this show has went even deeper yeah yeah oh. exactly okay um okay guys thank you so much um you know we like to talk about wrestling but this is something else i just want us to think about like 
you know, like, where do we want to be, like, spiritually and and personally? Like, where do we want to be, like, as a show and as human beings um, in the year 2025, which is, like, f- only four – it's only, yeah, four years and eight months from now. And I'm going to start with Tyler. I, I just want to – I hope we're all just, you know, getting better at this podcasting thing, and, and we excel at what our dreams are one us ago. I mean, that that's, I think, a lot of people's wish, you know. that we, I think you're going to be married to Missy Hyatt mm-hmm. by then. Missy Hyatt, really? <laughs> the best wow. man at the wedding is going to be New Jack. <laughs> now, and I think, Tyler, you need, to have, you need to have a, uh, I would say, maybe not a New York Times bestseller, but you should have a pretty good selling book by 2025. <laughs> pretty good. Not, not, not quite as good, but maybe somewhere. Hey, maybe write, there. like, a, a couple scripts. Maybe yeah. write a couple scripts, you know. That's not bad. That's not a bad idea. Just really think about it. And think maybe of some you're ideas. gonna maybe you're gonna write the Chase Stevens. You're gonna be his ghostwriter for his autobiography. That, that, that one's gonna be, be cool. a wild one. No, it'll be wild, all right. It'll be a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dave Meltzer will be dead. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not gonna be that old. He's not gonna be that old. The problem's gonna be though is I don't know that I hope he's alive. I love the answer because you know Cornette and all those guys are gonna rip me apart. How old is Cornette? How old is Cornette? Will Cornette be alive in in 2020? Yeah, he'll be alive. I think. Yeah, he's younger. He lost a lot of weight on the keto diet. Yeah. Yeah. Though he might have a heart attack with all his anger. Let's be honest. I think he just lets it all out. Like people who do that live a long time. Yeah. He has to live longer than Ventresa, though. That's a thing. That's true because so, he, so he, yeah, he has to outlive yeah, yeah. Russo. Yeah. There, there's that's all you got to tell him. Very true. What do you guys think? Yeah, like, like I think that's... I think there's a big problem with um, this thing with Cornette because it's like kink shaming. Uh-huh. You know, like he oh, likes to entire, have guys yes. watch with his you know wife and stuff, and I think it's not fair to like lump him into the like you know negative aspects of professional there were a lot of those cases during like the speaking out moment that like that people were trying to make you get mad at people for doing that like and i was kind of like no that's not what it's about that's not what it's about that's not yeah it's like the number two it's the number two most watched pornography in this country you can't get mad at someone for it and also like yeah like it's Whatever someone is doing in the bedroom, as long as it's consent, both parties are consenting. Like, Agreed. why is it a problem? Agreed. But I think it's just because Listen, it's if we're gonna kink shame, like a lot of the shit that I have done is like gonna put me under. So let's not let's not even go there. Are, are you I'll, sure? I'll this drink is, to that. I'll drink to that. But it's like yeah. Amy said, if everything is consensual, then it's okay. 100%. Is this uncensored, not WCW? Wait a minute, what happened? Uncensored. Okay, yeah. sorry, Tyler. So I'd say you should have a book. What else? You're going to write a script? What else? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, learning the wrestling business a lot, no matter what role. I'm kind of like Amy. I mean, she's a great official, but kind of learning more, you know, kind of. Then I'm going to put the challenge to you, man. Why don't yeah. you get mobile? Come on down to CCW in Florida sometimes once in a while. Yeah, I need you can to just do that. you can you can just be there to, you know, uh, uh, you know, help the process along, production, whatever you need. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would love to learn that and learn more about you know from Dan commentary stuff. And, yeah, and no, all no, that, you, I've that, been practicing. You should yeah. be you should be the lead commentary by 2025. I don't know, man. Dan, Dan's wrestling, good. not just not all just elite wrestling. You so should be over on those TV, guys, Daddy. And, and Jr. My goodness, yeah. Some of my uh, JR's, JR's got like six months left before he. 
accidentally like says the n-word on on camera. yeah right i i love uh, man I, I would give anything for barbecue sauce i mean i, I love jim jim ross i, I can't help it no, I, i'm just kidding jim ross is the best i know i, I, I know you are, around I, know you are. I do too and he cracks me up because he'll even he'll even criticize something he's like why are those guys standing there he's like yeah and he'll get he, he'll get on excalibur and, and all good fun he's like okay excalibur what i love it describe that move because he's he's not aware of all these kind of fancy okay. terms and everything I don't know. I'm going off in the weeds. I don't know. Okay, Amy, obviously your kids are going to be like four and five years old at the time. You're still going to have little kids. Like eight. So you're just going to be the best referee. Absolutely. Yeah. The best mom. What else? Hopefully getting jobs all around the uh, U.S., not just on East Coast, but West Coast. Yeah. There you go. But my, my goal, like my end game, is to hopefully get a job with one of anybody who's on tv right now like having an actual stable like contract and stuff but if not like i i like what we're doing with ccw i want to make us into like the top promotion in florida and that's well, even right well, we are the top yeah well promotion yeah but like even rivaling the ones on tv no it'd be great to be on tv yeah yeah so i want that i oh, want that awesome. tbs money Who, who's a good tv partner i'll, I'll take spike tv i'll be on hgtv i don't care yeah I'll hey, build hey, a cabinet but, while the wrestling <laughs> happens. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you want me to do? You want me to want me to cut a granite countertop and then the picture and picture some go. wrestling hey, happens? Yeah, picture. Fine. HGTV WWC. <laughs> hey, but but we do need to remember, man. We, we lost the pun here. We lost Jim Crockett. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was like, I'm CCW. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I was like, no, man. I, I know, but. Uh, yeah, but no, no, Jim Crockett. Um, uh, Jim Crockett is is a pioneer. Like, uh, yeah, he's, that was that's really sad. We didn't we didn't talk about that at all. We were just busy talking well, about ourselves. No, a bunch of selfish no, no, people. That, that, that's all right. I just hated not to, you know, leave the podcast without saying. So. No, no, no. Actually, I loved I loved Jim Crockett. I loved everything that he did. You know, it was sad. It was yeah, sad it was, that he wasn't yeah. able to um, stem the tide into the nineties because he probably yeah. had. He could have done some great. Oh, stuff it would have been too. awesome. And I'll tell you this, uh, you know, with all due respect to Vince McMahon, I, I think that's why Crockett kind of gets overlooked. I mean, but think about it. Popper, Flair, a lot of the major stars, Ricky yeah. Steamboat were under the Carolinas. Yep. Virginia. So, promotion, yeah. so I don't I don't know if Amy or Avi have went back to watch Mid Atlantic or some of those old NWA pay-per-views, but no, they don't want wrestling. They, 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 they oh okay. Well <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'm There's just saying they're not in their three O's like us. We're a couple of old men in our thirties. You can tell by the gray in my beard. It's creeping up on us, okay? I'll I be twenty-seven on Sunday. You're gonna be twenty-seven. Happy birthday to the uh, happy birthday, to the yeah. Switch. Thank you, thank you. Twenty-seven thank is such a great age. It is, yeah. I remember twenty-seven. Not if you're a musician, though. No, not if you're good. Yeah, yeah. Just survive no, the twenty-seven. <laughs> Stay away from that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Boy, this show is hit a nice flow, <laughs> fluent. I mean, it's uh, yeah. we're all gonna be in trouble when Daddy. I know Ted's that. gonna be like, I can't, I can't air any of this. <laughs> He's gonna air the first part. That's it. My <laughs> students listen part. to this show. We're all My gonna students get listen to this. Well, if you, if you're one of Ted's students and you're listening, go and practice your trombone, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he's gonna be mad probably yeah. no he'll be he'll love it yeah, uh okay. okay uh so amy that's that sounds awesome okay then the the time to switch obviously you're gonna be 27 you're gonna be 32 you're gonna still be young you'll be my age you'll be tyler's age in five years or whatever okay i don't know um 
like ultimately like my end game no matter where I end up in life I just want to be happy I want to do things that make me happy um obviously with this podcast I feel like we are doing really good we have great potential to take it a little bit further Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, you know and and I mean I feel like we've seen it grow so much even over the last couple of months so I'm, I'm really happy with that um I'm really looking forward to you know getting involved with some CCW stuff you know yes nudge nudge um I think that's going to be great. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I've never been one of those people that thought, you know, wrestling was going to be like my life. Like I've never, my goal was never to really make anything out of it other than to just enjoy what I'm doing. Um, I'll probably still be a nurse. I'll probably still be a mom yelling at my kids every couple of minutes, you know, muting myself on the podcast while I do it. Yeah. I hope you don't sell your children in five years. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll still be a mom. Uh, Listen, as, much as, I, as much as they drive me crazy, I would never sell my babies. Um, it's but, not legal anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can't stand you. Where, um, where's the news story? No, yeah, right, yeah, oh my God. Um, no, but that's pretty much it. I mean, I've, I've done some writing myself, so I've got like a poetry book that I'm planning to publish, you know, at Great. Some point soon. so, you know, I don't know. We got to put, the, see, like, so, so you have the poetry book and mm-hmm. Tyler has a short story. That's what we need to, you, we got to work on that now. So it continues hard. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so yeah, pretty much just that. Like, I just want to vibe and enjoy life. I spent, you know, so many years like unhappy with where I was at in life that, you know, moving forward, it's just doing what, you know, I feel feeds my soul and, you know, that's it. Love it. Very, very happy. Yeah, that, that'll be yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's a vibe. Yeah. Hey, it's it's a great vibe. Yeah. It I'm is. With it. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for doing the show uh, with us. Thank you, Ted, for like people don't know this. Like Ted edits the show, puts up the show, promotes the show, reminds us to to promote the show, reminds us to do a lot of stuff. And uh, he really fine. is the, the driving force. You know, like I'm more of just a goofball who like, you know, wants to like, you know, talk and, but Ted is really the taskmaster when it comes to all of us. And I don't mean Kevin Sullivan. Now, maybe I was I about to say, Kevin Sullivan's yeah. a great guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is the Kevin Sullivan of our group. You know, that would make me Hulk Hogan. I <laughs> would make Tyler Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks. thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Boy, that's a bad image. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, but no, he is a taskmaster and he does a great job every single week. So he deserves a week off every once in a while. I had a couple mm-hmm. weeks off because, you know, we had professional wrestling. I know we've all had to take weeks off, whether it's, you know, and uh, Ted is always there for us. So thank you so much, Ted. Um, hopefully the lack of too much professional wrestling didn't piss you off too much. Um, any plugs, Ivy plug Tyler, Tyler plug the buzz for us. Yeah. Uh, you can go to the buzz. Actually, the, the web address will read whatthebuzz.com. They've got sports, wrestling, everything you need, movies, entertainment, just a uh, plethora of uh, a lot of things to go check out. So a lot of talented writers. That's all I'm going to plug. Amy, you can plug your. Um... My kids, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell them to shut up hey, once in a while. They're going to plug it up. Plug it up. Uh, of course, I'll just plug. Don't we got a, we got oh a yes! Oh yeah! Okay, yeah, we're gonna put we go. on the uh, on the yes, Bryce Strong on the prescription yep, on the on the description of the podcast. Uh, we're gonna put the um, link to download because sorry, the link to donate because it is a really great cause. And uh, every single day, you know, it doesn't end after two weeks or whatever. We don't just move on. Um, yeah. It's important that he's um, you know we try to take care of him. CCW, we have a ton of stuff coming up. 
the 17th of March, open tryouts for uh, um, CCW. Uh, Super Crazy is going to give away one, 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 maybe two scholarships um, that day. So we already have like 14. We, we announced today we have 14 people signing up. So oh, I'm yeah. cutting it off at 40. That is good. Cutting off at 40 people. So maybe we'll do two sessions, 20 each or something like that. So Super Crazy can actually see your athletic ability, but you can sign up on that for ccwrestlingfl.com for the open tryouts. That's any skill level um, to come into the training facility. I mean, obviously, if you're already working and a trained wrestler, if you want to come to get booked, but this is, uh, you know, if you're an athlete, uh, if you just want to become a professional wrestler, come in. That is the 17th at 7 o'clock, and you can just RSVP at ccwrestlingfl.com. On the 18th, we have the Hardcore Cup, which is uh, Sandman, Super Crazy, C.W. Anderson, Romeo, Matthew Justice, who is insane. Did you did you talk to Matthew Justice at all, Tyler? Yeah, man. He's a revelation, that guy, that guy dude. He, he like, is. Dude, that guy is so cool. Like, I, thought, I started getting mad. I'm like, damn, he's fucking really cool. I know. Oh, he, I said he the surprised I'm not supposed to say that. Ted, cut, cut the effort. <laughs> dude, that guy is so cool. And then Alex Ocean, it's going to be a one-night hardcore tournament that's available to stream. I'll put that out on the um, $15 to stream if you want to watch it. Also, the um, CCW Tag Team Champions, um, uh, the South American Alliance with Bill Alfonso, will be wrestling American Horror Story for the title. And then Roma will be wrestling that night. 15 bucks, you can watch it. And then uh, we have a bunch of shows coming up, but um, just go to CC Wrestling FL if you're in the area. Uh, uh, and we'll check it out. But thank you guys so much tonight. Hey, you guys have been you. so awesome. Oh, wait, hold thank on. You. Let me, I forgot. Ted's going to kill me if I don't plug it. Um, American Championship Pro Wrestling, if you're in the Philly area um, and you want to check out Proving Grounds to train to become a pro wrestler or anything like that, check them out on Facebook, American Championship Pro Wrestling. Don't forget. And it'll be okay. in the uh, uh, description. <laughs> it'll be in the description of this uh, podcast or this Absolutely. YouTube video. So go nice. to check out ACPW. Go check out CCW, ccwrestlingfl.com. Go and check out the shows, man. We have a crazy show, anniversary show. We just have a lot of stuff happening. Bash of the Brew is Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Wrestling every day. So Training much. Training every day. Drinking every day. <laughs> you know, Sounds like I, a good country song. Right? Smoking crack every day. Smoking crack every day. <laughs> See, this Thank is fun. Yeah. Only fans every day. There you go. <laughs>